big welcome to third and long that was electric mary with let me out and i reckon uh, mark goodwill's patriots were saying that after they got flogged by the indianapolis colts but a big welcome uh an australian podcast welcome you with 360 degree access all areas mark and all things nfl with an aussie twist third and long is brought to you by little birdie tv and topsport.com.au and we are in the studio once again, Marco, I'm eyeing off that bottle. Of, did we have a bottle of Grey Goose bet on that game last weekend? Yeah, we did. We did. We Doubles did. up as your birthday present and your Christmas present, so I get out light. Hey, and I'm still arguing with mum and dad about that. Like, <laughs> I still cop that to this day about the dual present, and I'm still not happy with it. But how was the week, big fella? How did it all go for you from a punting perspective for you? Uh, not too many bets. Uh, punting was, uh, you had to really pick your spots. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was a bit of a battle, but, um, you know, and, and Patriots obviously lost to you, so that wasn't great. But on your birthday, we have to uh, have to give you a little present. They played really well. Um, and, yeah, the Colts are going really well, aren't they? Then, you know, there is still a chance to win the division with uh, Baltimore being shaky. They are, but a man who seems to get it right more often than not, a big man too. He might be getting a little bit more sleep now, but a big welcome to Top Row. How are you going, mate? <laughs> More sleep. I don't know what you're talking about, Corey. More sleep. Jeez, he's very angry on the start. The World Darts Championships are on. There's a baby cat waking me up. We don't need to sleep. We don't need to sleep. There's NFL on every day. How How can you sleep during this time of year? That is the one saving grace, you blokes, isn't it? It's the fact that just through the the quirks of uh, COVID in the world at the moment, that who would have thought that we're having nearly NFL on every day and we're nearly losing our bearings a little bit, that it just seems like a, a game on day after day. Yeah, we've kind of got through the, um, the I guess, a quiet period for, for Australians, especially when, once the racing kind of finishes stuff, NFL carries the can a bit. But, uh, yeah, from now on, we've got the college playoffs coming up as well, if you follow that in the football. And then uh, January sports, just unbelievable. So looking forward to it. Now, I know Nico's in earshot, but surely we could have the little birdie bowl. They've got every other bowl going on at the moment. <laughs> Did you reckon that might grow legs? Yeah, pipe dream, maybe pipe uh, dream. one or two years down the track. We might have the Aussie version. We, you know, it's not not a big stretch. You, you've you've thrown uh, a couple of gridiron games uh, in your past, so you know how to put them together. So, you know, maybe there is an opportunity there for a uh, January uh, little birdie bowl. Well, I reckon even Jimmy Kimmel had his own bowl. Like I, I know there's a lot of different uh, people have their own bowl, but. Look, we could waffle on all day, but it's been a, a big week in uh, football, a massive uh, round 15 season. We go to front page news now. As we know, uh, COVID seems to be wreaking havoc all over the NFL with Arizona, the Pats, and uh, Tennessee and Tampa. Um, it was a, a huge round. I'll just do a bit of a recap off the top. Well, Friday seems an eternity ago, but Kansas City, well, they just keep rolling on. I mm. did pick them earlier, but it seems like they are just getting the job done at the right end of the year, Marco, aren't they? Yeah, it was one of the uh, better games going into the weekend that didn't let us down. Uh, overtime game, 28-28, and uh, KC finished with a touchdown. And uh, if, you, if you didn't watch the match on Friday or you haven't seen it, go and check out the uh, 
a little quick uh, half an hour one because uh, Kelsey played one of the better individual quarters we've seen this year. He was uh, unbelievable, really. Now, top rope, I won't uh, throw to my uh, co-anchor in the chair but, and ask him about this very particular game. But for me on my birthday, it was uh, it was a performance that, uh, look, regardless of even a Colts fan, but to watch Indianapolis do what they did. And Jonathan Taylor, he, I think at the moment, so if the Colts are eight and six, I think every game that he's rushed over 100 yards, yep. they've won, and everyone under 100... Yep. They've lost. I think the run may be the secret top rope in Indianapolis. Yeah, got to give, uh, got to feed the beast there. Here uh, in in five, uh, in the top five fastest individual plays this year, Taylor has three of them, including that big run down the uh, down the end, which is quite astonishing, uh, actually. So, uh, incredible speed, incredible strength, and great vision, and it's sort of playing right in the mind that was really marked India as, as legit contenders. You know, I know they jumped favourites. Uh, the Pats were on the road, but that was a uh, that was a, a, a hell of a win. Can can Jonathan Taylor win the MVP? Well, we kind of. I think uh, our uh, previous uh, co-host Paige brought this up with Henry when he was up and rolling early. Oh and, no! And and oh no! We saw what happened there, so we don't. Steve, put the, we don't. Want to, we, we're, we're not putting Paige. the moz on him. Yeah, I'll just retract on. what I said. But. You know, we, we I guess we touched on back then what, what it would take Henry to achieve, I guess, to put him in the MVP slot. Um, and Jonathan Taylor seems to be reaching those marks at this stage. And he's, he's really put them on their back. And I guess it all depends how far, if he carries Indy into the playoffs the way he's doing. Uh, you know, he, he's definitely in the mix. And he has to be just on, uh, as you said, the Ws he's putting on the board for his team. And top rope, I know a few people out there do like a wager, but... Uh... Detroit, in one of the upsets of the season, I nearly fell off my chair when I saw this happen. Um, you didn't happen to have a few shekels on this game, did you? Uh, I did. I did. I ended up having a small play on the plus. Didn't back them straight out. But, uh, it, was on, it was pretty heavy on the under. I think they may have even been better the week last week on the, the pod. I said, I'll, I'll defer to our producer on that one, but uh, with the high bet council, it's never easy to remember. But uh, uh, Detroit, they've been pretty good. You know, like, like They really are rallying around this, this new coach, Dan Campbell. Uh, they're lacking a lot of talent. They're, they're, they're pulling people off the street to play running back for them. Cardinals, though, serious question marks being asked for them. I think many expected this fold to come at some stage. Probably thought it would come earlier, but uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's talking about stumbling into the playoffs. It's, they've got a tough road in uh, Arizona, and it's going to be a very, 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 very difficult for Arizona to kind of hit the playoffs with any kind of momentum you would have thought. Yeah, in, inexcusable loss. I mean, they just didn't lose. They got absolutely belted, didn't they? 18 points is unbelievable to a team who's only won, at that stage, one game for the year. Uh, that'll hurt them. You know, I, as Top Rope says, I, not even momentum. I just think it'll come back to bite them and uh, it might shock their confidence a bit as well going forward. Well, let's hope they do it one more week at least because I know that the Colts have actually got them this <laughs> week. So just yeah. steer right through them. We'll quickly go through some of the other games. Now, I think I, I did say this, that the, the Pits did defy the betting uh, and they upset Tennessee. I think I actually did say that at the time, yes. that um, out of the remaining games, that seemed like the one at home, that it's a Ben Roethlisberger-type performance and finds a way to get him across the line. The other, the other game that was a cracker of a game, uh, Green Bay hanging on 31-30 in Baltimore, uh, that game could have literally gone any way, couldn't 
Yes, yeah, I, geez, I, feel, I kind of feel sorry for the Baltimore, not so much the players, definitely the fans at the moment. They're, they're run this year, especially in the last couple of weeks. The coaches, uh, the call, you know, I guess with Harbaugh, the head coach as well, you know, to go for two-point conversions now in the last three weeks, I believe, and not get either of them, it's just been, you know, real costly in terms of where they end up on the uh, ladder. And he, he, he seems to stand by his decision as well, both press conferences. He said that was the best decision for the team at the time. It's, it goes against the grain of a long history that you've got to stay in the game to win it. Don't worry about the fans. Don't worry about the fans at all. Worry about those who have taken the over bloody season win total. They're the, people, <laughs> they're the, they're the ones who are really suffering right now. <laughs> <laughs> and the yeah. final one, uh, top rope. I, again, you talk about results where you, you cannot believe your eyes this time of season. And I think we all extol the virtues of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady and it's December and knowing how to get the job done. Even though that we did speak about the fact that Sean Payton, great coach, could go in there. Yeah, I mean, we didn't really expect him to win, but top row, how, how the hell did you see that one? Because that one was from the clouds and it was Tom Brady's first shutout. Uh, since 2006, and the other one, I knew he, he had not had a shutout at home in his career. Yeah, very, very strange game. Of course, Sean Payton didn't even, didn't even go there. He, he was on a COVID list. So uh, it was just a very weird game. Goblin did his ACL. They lost Fournette. They lost, uh, they lost uh, Evans early as well. Well, I think the one take, I think you could probably put that one in there, in, you know, cross it off and just forget about it from a Tampa Bay point of view. But where I think it will have some impact, I'm not sure Tom Brady can win an MVP. You've seen Aaron Rodgers. I don't know Aaron Rodgers has grabbed some enemies in the media this year, but bloody hell, Aaron Rodgers has made those around him better, no matter who they are. Brady had that opportunity against the pretty depleted Saints on on, my, on, on Sunday Night Football and missed out. So uh, I think they may count against him a little in the MVP race. And I, and I do agree with you, Top Row. I, re- I reckon that the job that Aaron Rodgers has done across the course of this season with I would think, inferior targets. And even in games, I I feel like Aaron Rodgers in certain games just knows how to manage it through. As great as Tom Brady is, you feel like the job that Aaron Rodgers has done has been unbelievable. Yeah. He just, um, I don't know, he just just looks like he's walking a bit taller, Rodgers. Um, You know, I know Brady had a shocking game and he really got down on himself and there was a few few camera angles and smashing a few things, blah, blah, blah. And he expects a level of excellence, but... Rogers just looks like he's uh, he's travelling at the moment, and if you remember back uh, when he wasn't rocking up to practice and they got blown out week one, everyone wanted to jump on um, Green Bay and saying, "Well, you know, that's it, X's and O's." And the, and now he's just uh, you know top top ropes. To be fair, he's tipped them probably what the last five or six weeks now in the Super Bowl betting. So um, we'll discuss it a bit later. But I believe top ropes been winding me up and saying, "Guess who's favourite now for the Super Bowl?" And the other kicker, he's already had COVID. So he can't go out like these other guys. <laughs> Tom Brady can't get COVID, surely. Superman, he won't get it. Yeah, There's a moss. He didn't even get the vaccine, but we won't go near that one. Now we'll go into the <laughs> run into the playoffs with three games uh, remaining. So we'll go to the AFC first with the division leaders of Kansas City. you got New England next, Tennessee, Cincinnati. I'll just run over these. And the wild card currently, I've got my beloved Indianapolis Colts, the Chargers, Buffalo and Baltimore. And in the hunt, well, it seems like the whole world is in the hunt at the moment. So, boys, where do we see the, the AFC in terms of the division winners? Who gets the, the, the 
not only the home field advantage, but gets the week off. Yeah, it's a lot uh, lot changed in the AFC this week. Um, obviously, with New England losing, um, Tennessee, and, and also Baltimore. So with Cincinnati now jumping up. So there was a lot of changes going on. Obviously, now KC with their win. And uh, what did KC won? I think six in a row now. Um, they've unbelievably dropped up into the number one spot. As you can tell, your your Indies now uh, knocking on the door as well um, with the uh, the Tennessee division. Only got one win behind. So there's four teams on eight and six, and then there's a bunch between seven and seven. So plenty left in the AFC. Um, you know, uh, geez, it'd be pretty tough to knock KFC, uh, KC the way they're going. Um, KFC? I think the one that's going to jump up is Indy. You've got to ride at the moment. The Colts are doing nothing wrong, and, and, and they're probably um, almost second pick. Well, I think if... If the Colts can go to Arizona this week and they can win, like you, you I think they nearly wrap up a wild, a wild card yep. at a minimum. Yep. Yeah, plenty to play out. Where do you see, just quickly in the AFC top rope, where do you see that sits at the moment? Yeah, Kansas City will, will, will take the number one seed. And, you know, for all the hullabaloo that's going on throughout the year, that's how it's going to play out there. Just some really interesting races. You, you, the AFC North, you know, a win for Cleveland. On uh, was it Tuesday our time? Would have catapulted them to top at the bottom of the division. So anyone can take that one. The tie is going to play a huge impact there. Now I, I do think the Colts will run down Tennessee. I think that's uh, um, on that side of the division. And I think so. I think for the wild card spot, you're probably looking at Buffalo. You're probably looking at the Chargers, and you probably you, you might be looking at if Tennessee can take one more win. Or kind of whoever runs second in that uh, AFC North spot, you know. So, um, and they've, and they've got some there's some tough runs in there. Like Baltimore have um, have the Bengals, Rams, and Steelers to come. You know, it, it, it's you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't dare put it, put a put a guess on that one. But that's how I see it play. I think I can't, I can't see Miami. Getting a wild card spot. So. Yeah, they got three tough games to come, Miami. Yeah. I think yeah, they missed. They I don't think the Raiders of Denver are good enough to, to do what they need to do. And, boys, on to the NFC. You know, I think for a long time I, I probably tended to think that there was a multi, multitude of teams that were capable of winning the Super Bowl here, but some of them have now probably dropped off a fair bit. Green Bay would have to be the favourites on, on the way in. Um, I, who do they who – do, who, I know we're going to cover it later, but who, who have Green Bay got this week? And I think that's a home game on Christmas Day in Wisconsin. Which Cleveland. They're probably not going to, in, in December in Green Bay, you're not going to back against them. Yeah. Then you've got the Cowboys, uh, Tampa Bay, um, Arizona. Arizona seems the one that's uh, probably most shaky at the moment. The wild card, we've got the, the Rams, which are um, you know, I mean, currently taking place. Yeah. San Francisco, Minnesota. The ones that are in the hunt, I don't know. I mean, I, I think that they could get there, but you've got the Saints, Washington, Philly, Atlanta. Um, probably all, you would probably say, pretty weak teams. What do you think? Yeah, we've also got Washington, Philly just in the hunt. They're playing each other now, so the loser of that, um, that should be curtains for their season. Uh, I'm not sure there's too many great teams that could pop up from in the hunt category there. Um, the Rams are obviously playing at the moment, so if they win, I think they might go ahead of Arizona. Uh, Tampa Bay, you're not going to cut them just off one, but as Top Rope mentioned before, they they do have some problems now with the injuries, especially losing um, Godwin, who's been you know the, Brady's best 
best receiver. But yeah, I think you know those who have listened to Top Rope and just you know a bit like the cryptocurrency, just put a couple hundred dollars aside each week and putting it on the Super Bowl. You got a nice little uh, position going in. Where do you sit, uh, Top Rope? I know you've been very bullish on uh, Green Bay. Is it looming large that we we may be looking at a Super Bowl? And we only seem to, it seems to take shape in in always in December. I know that goes without saying, but are we looking at a potential Kansas City and Green Bay Super Bowl, which could be one for the ages? Yeah, I think that's the most likely scenario at the moment. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm still very heavy on Green Bay. I'm, you know, I'm not putting a line to Arizona, but uh, I think it's as close as you're going to get for a team who's leading the division. I'm not even sure they will win that division. Dallas have a really good record playing divisional opponents and they're kind of pretty mediocre against non-division teams. So I definitely don't want to be part of them. And I, yeah, oh, they're losing a lot of weapons at the moment, Tampa Bay. I'm never putting a line to Tom Brady, but I wouldn't want to be on them. I think the biggest threat in the NFC is the 49ers. I reckon they are warming to it nicely. They play a pretty unique brand. I think, yeah, if it's going to turn into a shootout against Aaron Rodgers, they're not going to win. But if this... If they end up in Lambeau, Lambeau on a cold winter's day and it becomes a very run-heavy game, they're pretty well built for that, the Niners. So um, I think they're probably the threat over on uh, the FC outside of the division list. Going well, 49ers, but top rope, he's, he's a bit of, bit of heart there with his... Uh, you can see he's wearing his 49ers cap. He's, although, to be fair, about, what, three weeks ago, top rope on this show, I think they got out to about $41 in the Super Bowl and as his value pick, he did say have a couple of dollars on that, so... You've known me for a while, MG. I don't know that I have a heart, so <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't be saying that. I'm not sure. A few texts each week. You always say my heart's about to stop. So <laughs> I mean, when, I say, when I say when I say heart, I mean I mean betting accounts. Oh, okay. All right, we'll just uh, <laughs> we'll just quickly run over these top rope. If you want to chime in, the last point we're going to cover in front page news is just the the amount of uh, betting. I guess plunges and also movements that went on in week 15, they were quite extraordinary, some of them. Uh, not all hit top rope, and I know some of them were COVID-related and injury-related and stuff, but if I just run you through a few of these, the um, you know the Pittsburgh game was obviously uh, heavy, heavily against, um, goes to Tennessee, and they actually missed Pittsburgh, caused the upset, as Corey just mentioned before. The, uh, the What about the Cleveland move, their top rope? Uh, you know, they, they did open a short half-point favourites, uh, finish three point outsiders and then go down by minus two to uh, the Raiders. What what were your thoughts there? Well, my thoughts were complete bitterness when I was on the Raiders minus two and a half. So um, <laughs> it's uh, uh, those games are strange, right? Because there are betting moves and then there are just information based moves, right? And there were players in, players out. Uh, I know that some betting was refunded on 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 the total. We'll discuss that kind of when we look at the bets later as well, but. Yeah, the moving of that game made it very, very strange. And no one really knew the teams until an hour before kickoff. And there, were, there wasn't a lot of property in that one. So um, we went for the Raiders. But, yeah, I don't know. If you did feel at the right side of it, well done to you. But uh, if not, rough. Yeah, the game got messy both for the punters and probably the bookies there. They probably didn't know who they were cheering in the end with the late field goal to uh, Las Vegas. The other betting moves we'll just touch on was Jacksonville opened three in their game, went to six against Houston in you know, teams that were, I think were both 2-11, and 11. that was crazy, and Houston actually blew them out by 16 points. Uh, you were all over the Green Bay one. You liked that top rope where it opened five, went to nine and a half. Um, unfortunately, you know, Bolter, um, who come back there um, against Green Bay, it was only one point the difference. 
Baltimore. And then the other one was Minnesota Vikings open three, went to seven. Um, and, you know, you had to sweat that out in the end with Chicago getting some late scoring. I think you were riding that one top rope, if I'm not corrected. Uh, I ended up coming to the Bears on that one. I never going to play that one. I backed the Bears plus seven, so really appreciative of not taking the last extra point. Well, that's a wrap. It's been, it was a massive week, and uh, hopefully we can try and give you some some more mail where you can hopefully make some money out of the NFL, which has been a disastrous <laughs> season for me on my front. Um, but we'll take a quick break, and we'll, we'll be back up next with To The House. Welcome back. It's time now to the house brought to you by topsport.com.au. Family owned and operated for 35 years. Bet with a bookie you can trust. Bet with topsport.com.au. And Marco, over to you for to the house. Yeah, the favorite part of the show. We've got, uh, we'll just quickly recap from what went on uh, week 15. We've discussed it a bit previously in front page news before we bring in Top Rope. He's uh, week 15. He, uh, of the five tips he gave out, one was refunded. So he went uh, three and one with his line total. So that brings his season's count now to 41 and 36. So got his nose uh, in front there on the count. We've got um, the bookie wrap for week 15. Uh, remembering just heads up, guys, we've still got two games in progress today. So that's the reason why it's only out of 14. The favourites have had a solid week, 10 out of 14. The line's running at 50% and massive to the unders again. Uh, I think Top Rope mentioned off-air before the show that it was a very low-scoring uh, Monday NFL. Went back about uh, 25 years since we found a lower-scoring week. And the home teams continue to struggle, as you can see there on the season. It's uh, only at 50% home teams for the year, and the favourites are very low, 62%. So the bookies are having a very big NFL season so far. Uh, top Ropers, I'll just bring you back in here. Your um, picks for... Week 15, you had five of them. The Cleveland game was refunded. Um, you got off to a uh, pretty good start with the Pittsburgh game at plus two and a half. You just want to run through these for us? Yeah, the Pittsburgh uh, plus two and a half there. That ended up jumping uh, that was I think, by two and a half. By, by the jump, the Arizona-Detroit total never looked like going over until the last play, so um, a little concerning at the death there, but uh, uh, got there in the end. Uh, my, Miami, Miami, Miami should have covered that game by about 20 points, but uh, just some dumb two plays plus that. Bengals were very good, actually. 15-10, probably not reflective of where they are. I thought they, they decimated uh, Broncos team, but did, to be fair, lose quarterback uh, Teddy Bridgewater. So, uh, good week overall. Yeah, solid week, top rope. Okay, 15's almost in the bin. We have got two games live going on. We'll update those maybe on next week's show. We move on to week 16 here. Corey, we've got uh, 10 televised games again, which we will have uh, for the remaining schedule of the year. So we'll go through these with the uh, two gentlemen's opinions here. We kick off with game one. It is the 49ers travel to Tennessee on Friday, so we don't get much of a break here. It will be shown on ESPN at 12.20. We've currently got the 49ers as the away favourite line of minus 3.5 and, and the total of 45 flat. Top rope, great start to kick off week 16. We've got the 8-6 49ers, who you have mentioned that are up and coming against uh, the struggling Titans now at 9-5. Opposing form lines for me, 49ers have won five out of their last six, while Tennessee have lost three out of their four. Who do you see uh, taking the points here? Yeah, I like the Niners. Not overly down with the line. Minus three and a half, though. I mark it six. So I have a small bet on the Niners here. Uh, they're pretty good on the road, covered 15-23. Uh, we'll be back in the over, though. Surprise, 
total sun low here. Uh, Titans are a big over team. We discussed it every week, 13 and 14 of the over. But the Niners are 10 and 5 uh, over as a road favourite, 8 and 3 over as a road favourite with more than a field goal. So uh, backing the over in this one, Corey, is the best bet of the game. Okay, over there for top rope. Corey, how do you see this game? Yeah, I think uh, I was actually looking at those stats there in San Francisco. They have been better away with a 5-2 and two record, even though Tennessee have been 5-2 and two at home. But no, I reckon Page's 49ers, they found their mojo at the right time of year. And, and even top rope, sorry, I shouldn't leave him out with his <laughs> beloved San Francisco 49ers. Maybe, look, the reason why they have been so good away is that they're probably, unless it's in their minds to actually run the ball when you're in opposition venues and that's maybe the it is a very big key to their game and keep the ball out of jimmy g's hands yeah less mistakes on the ground <laughs> it's a bit like carson it's, Wentz. it's a bit like your team there <laughs> the secret's not not uh it's pretty obvious actually okay match two we've got uh this will be remember we've got two sunday games showing every week uh for the rest of the schedule as well boxing so. day so we've got cricket on boxing day we've got nfl on boxing day what a great day yeah, it'll be a big day. You need multiple TVs, as we've got in the little birdie office here. We've got uh, match two. We've got uh, the Browns. Let's see if they can field a team this week. They travel to Green Bay to take on the Packers at 8.30 a.m. For those uh, recovering after a big Christmas day, they'll be shown on ESPN2. The current line here, Green Bay, the home favourites at minus seven flat, and the total is 44.5. Top rope, your team, the Packers at 11-3, and three, they're looking to continue to hold the number one seed while the Browns are in a very tough division looking for a wild card. How do you see this one? Yeah, it won't surprise you at all, Mark, but uh, I'll be on the uh, Packers minus seven here. Uh, oh, this should be a double-digit line. All the way uh, on a short week here, Cleveland, COVID rabbit, who knows who's going to be under centre for who, who, who's going to be playing. Uh, Packers of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I'll, I'll be backing the Packers. Uh, um, have covered 16 of the last 21 at home, so I'm not really sure why that's stopping us Cleveland. Okay, pretty confident there from top rope to take the minus the Packers. Any chance the Browns, Corey? None at all, none at all. And I, I think Matt LaFleur, he, there's only a handful of coaches that have actually, in their first three seasons, actually won 11 or more games, and he's actually joined that crew. It is interesting watching Matt LaFleur this year that any time, and I think he's thinking back to the championship game last year where he didn't let Aaron Rodgers go for it, I'd love to know the amount of times where they've actually gone for the, yeah, I mean, where, where they've actually gone for it uh, this year because it's every, I reckon every game I've seen it, they, they let Aaron Rodgers go for it, and I reckon that was a hangover from last year where they didn't let him go for it. Okay. All right, so strong on the Packers also? Yep, yep, 100%. Okay, we come up to... Uh, Talk about Corey's favourite team, the Indiana Colts here. We've got uh, the Colts travel to Arizona to take on the Cardinals. This is the second game on the Sunday at 12.15. This will be shown on ESPN2. We've got Cardinals' slight favourites at minus one flat, and the total is at 49 flat. Top rope, looking forward to this game. We've got uh, the eight-win Indian Col Indianapolis Colts against the 10-win Cardinals, who have now lost uh, two in a row, while the Cardinal, uh, the Colts have won five of their last six. Uh, myself, I'm he interested to see your opinion. I had the Colts' favourite in this game. Yourself? Yeah, I had the Colts' two and a half point favourites this one, so I think they're a bit where they're at right now. Um, they've got five straight on the road, eight of 11 overall, 20 of 29 against winning teams. Uh, Arizona covered just nine of the last 32 as a home favourite. I think they're heading in the wrong direction. I will back in the Colts and with a good deal of confidence. Okay, I like your words there. 
Corey, should I even throw to you? There's no way you're not tipping your Colts. No, I'll just be intrigued to see if they maintain that formula. And they've got a really good balance going at the moment. And yes, you're giving the ball to Jonathan Taylor and they're giving it to him at the right times. And But it's enough times that Carson Wentz is not going completely stale and still making a few a few plays. And um, look, but also on top of that, the the Colts defenses and the and the amount of plays that they're making as well, it just adds up that they're actually just playing some really good football at the moment. And fingers crossed that look, I know I'm a Colts fan and I actually just want to see them go as far as they can. And they actually, if they keep playing like this with three games to go. I think this one's the big game. If they can win this one, I think they nearly guarantee a while, at least a, at minimum a wild card game. But if they can keep winning through, who knows yeah. where they can finish up? Yeah, I think if they, this is the important one for them in terms of getting over. If they can get over at, at Arizona at Arizona, yeah, then I, I, I think the uh, the job will be done, and they might finish a bit higher than just a wild card spot as well. So uh, look out for that. Okay, match four. We move to here. We've got the Baltimore Ravens travel to take on Cincinnati Bengals. This Kicks off our Monday schedule at 5 a.m. This will be shown on 7, mate. Current betting here, we've got the Bengals' favourite, home favourite, minus 2.5. Total of 44.5. This is a divisional matchup for the North here. AFC North here, top rope, both first and second currently. They're both on 8 and 6. Uh, how do you see this one playing out? Yeah, I reckon the line's about right here. Uh, I'll be probably a small bet on Bolton. I think Tyler Huntley's been pretty underrated. He's... It's very good actually since he's come around. And you, know, you would think he's trying to play himself in the starting quarterback role uh, at some club. So obviously not the Ravens, but uh, you would have to suggest he's better than probably about 15 starting quarterbacks at the moment. So uh, they've covered 18 or 23 as a dog. I'm happy to be on Baltimore. Okay, Baltimore there for top rope. Corey, how do you see this one? Big game for both. It's a massive game for both. It, it, when you think about it, Baltimore have had a season where they seem to have been in the spotlight and played a lot of big games, but. Sitting, they're both uh, sitting at eight and six now. And the one, the one for mine that snuck up and just keep on getting wins is is Cincinnati. I think, I mean, they're sort of float under the radar a bit. Really looking forward to that game. Uh, I'm not sure about five a.m. after a, a big weekend at uh, Boxing Day, or it might have been to the Boxing Day sales mark instead of going to the cricket. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but look, it, it should be a, a cracking game. I'm, I'm going to go for Baltimore. I, I just feel like in, in a game like this that they'll get up for it and uh, they'll get the job done, even though it's in Cincinnati. Okay. Both on uh, Baltimore there for uh, the tipsters. Okay, we move on now to match five that we're covering. This is another 5 a.m. game. This will be on ESPN. It is Buffalo Bills travel to New England. They played two weeks ago um, where New England Patriots got the win in Buffalo. So this is the return bout. We've got the Patriots uh, slight favourites here, the home favourite at minus two and a half and a low total of 43 and a half uh, top rope. The Pats got it done 14-10 in a very low scoring game. This is also a divisional matchup game. A Pats win here should see him get the division. Uh, we do have better weather. So let's not take too much credence. Whoever thought he'd ever say that, that New England has better weather than somewhere. Well, those who remember only two weeks ago, the wind in Buffalo, in was, Buffalo. was crazy. They couldn't kick field goals to one end. So top rope, how do you see this one? Can New England get the double? Yeah, I think they can. Look, I, I, there's no no real great confidence in this one, but the Pats have covered twice for as a favourite, 4-1 at home. 4-1 against the number against the division. So uh, I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced that it was this year. I've kind of half done about that uh, all season. So, um, 
even against Carolina, they got the win. They even got the late cover on the double digit start, but I, I thought they were far from convincing. So uh, I'll be on the Pats. Pats for top rope, Corey. Yeah, I'm I'm on the Pats. I, even against the Colts last week, um, they really came right towards the end of the game. I think that in New England, they'd be really wanting to get off to a fast start, and especially with someone like Buffalo, they really want to sow the seed that here we go again. We're against the Patriots. I know Tom Brady's not there anymore, of course, but I think they want to sow the seed real early, and they'd be looking to get off to a fast start. On the flip side, it, it's a massive game for Buffalo because they could really their whole season. The way that they started off and the expectations, yeah. this is a huge game for them. But I, I still think your boys will get it done. Okay. All right. Like the confidence there. Okay. The uh, third game we're covering for the 5 a.m. slot on Monday. This game will be shown on ESPN2. We've got uh, Brady's Bucks traveling to Carolina. They don't have to travel too far. The line there at the moment, we've got the away favorite, the Bucks, at minus 10.5. And, and the total is at 44 flat. Top rope looks a bit of a mismatch on. Paper at the moment, the 10-win Bucks against the 5-win Panthers. Um, can the Bucks recover with a few injuries? They got shut out last week. Surely they respond. Uh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> head to head. I'm fairly I'm, 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 I'm sure they'll walk away with a W, but it's a big number to cover. Uh, yeah, no, we'll, we'll be rushing into that double-digit start, to be honest. I, I, I'm very concerned about the lack of weapons, especially for Fournette. Um, wait and see on that one, but confident bet the over over 44. I think this is a big over spot for both teams. Talking four, 10 playing the division 22 and five after they've allowed less than 15. Uh, 35 and 16 when Carolina play winning team. So, uh, Carolina's defense is a mess. Tampa Bay's offense can score, yeah, over pretty much. Okay, over there for top rope, maybe a slight leaning to the plus. Corey, the Bucks need one more to clinch the division. I would have thought top rope, you'd be all over the the plus the plus ten for Carolina. You're giving them a, a plus ten start and Brady and the the weapons that he's going to have missing. I I wouldn't mind a few shekels on that game, Marco. I, mm. I, I do like it. I just think with those. Those injuries, um, I think, are going to have a really big, big impact. And and you know, I mean, after what happened last week, unless he's just going to go back to the well with with Gronk and just continually throw the ball to Gronk, I'm not sure. But when he when Brady played his best football this season, he's had Evans and Goodwin and these guys to throw to. So I do like uh, Carolina a little bit in this with the plus. All right, the plus there for Corey and the over there for Top Rope. Okay, we move along to the 8.25 game here. We've got Pittsburgh travelling to take on KC. It will be shown on ESPN. The home team, very strong favourites here, Top Rope, KC, uh, minus 10.5 at the line, and the total will be around the 46.5 mark. Uh, big game for both. Pittsburgh are just hanging on. Obviously, they're 7-6 with the draw, as Top Rope did mention, will play a key. KC have got 10 wins on the board and are currently in number one position. I need one more to clinch the division here. Uh, how do you see this one, Top Rope? Yeah, KC probably get the win, but I don't want the plus on this one. Pittsburgh, uh, 13 and 16 to spread as a road dog, covered five or six against a winning team. Kansas City have certainly found their rhythm a bit, but they've only covered four or 13 as a home favourite, so I'll be jumping on the big start here. Corey, Chiefs have won seven straight. Does it continue? Yeah, it does continue. I think this will be the... The, maybe the knockout punch and in the Ben Roethlisberg. <laughs> <laughs> Big Ben. We'll just Big go ben, with Big Ben. I went ben. with the tongue twister there. But no, I think I think Kansas are really getting all their ducks in a row going into this this time time of the year and especially at home with what's on the line. 
Uh, they'll definitely get the win against Pittsburgh. Yeah, contrasting styles. Be a great game to watch. Looking forward to that one, actually. Okay, the uh, other game at the 8.25 will be shown on 7, mate, here. Um, we don't have uh, betting up for this at this stage, but Denver travel into take on the Raiders in Las Vegas. Uh, these boys uh, have torn it up in Vegas in their previous lives. We won't get into that right now. It's going to be a divisional matchup. Both teams are on 7-7, seven and seven, although with the schedules to come, uh, I believe that they're both unlikely to partake in the playoffs. The loser can definitely book their holidays for January. Top rope, which one uh, lives for another week? I uh, lean towards the Raiders here. Uh, I'm just not high on the Broncos, and Drew Locke in particular is a terrible quarterback. They've covered just eight of 25 division games, the Broncos. The Raiders have covered seven of their last eight against Denver. I think they might just have a bit too much, a bit too much. No confidence, but a bit too much for uh, the Raiders. Looks a tough betting game. Any thoughts there, Corey? It is a tough betting game. I'm going to go with uh, Derek Carr and the Raiders. I think Derek Carr is actually, in terms of everything that's gone wrong this year in Las Vegas um, with the coach and the playing side of things, I, I think he's been fantastic the way he stood up. And even um, who was the game the other day against, the name escapes me, one against Cleveland at the death. He made some plays even later in the game that actually got them in that position. And I think, uh, yeah, it's just a shame for him that he'd had a, a number of these things go wrong because I thought even before those things went wrong, he was on track to have a really good year, but he's he's kept it going and full credit to him. Yeah, they're hanging on. So uh, we will see who lives uh, to fight into another week between the uh, these two teams. Okay, we've got uh, our second last match that we're going to cover the TV games for week 16. This uh, always is a good uh, battle. Doesn't matter where they are in the standings. We've got Washington travel into Dallas at the uh, late Monday game. This is just after lunchtime at 12.20. This will be shown on ESPN. Uh, the market shows at the moment Dallas is around the minus 10.5 line and the total is at 47.5. Note that Washington, the bet, reason why the betting is not being shown at the moment is obviously Washington are playing Eagles at the moment. So the bookies have got it uh, down for the meantime while we take this show. Uh, what have we got here, top rope? We've got a um, divisional matchup. Uh, Dallas have won three in a row. Looks like they're, since they've got all their players back, um, Prescott's starting to get some momentum. They've got the two-headed monster at running back. Have they just got simply too much here for Washington? I would have thought so here. Uh, Prescott in particular, interesting stat here, boosting the split. 21-8 against the spread when playing the division. 25-31 and 31 against the spread outside the division for his career. So uh, he does dominate those teams inside the division. Uh Oh, I'm not going to be Washington, and who knows who's playing quarterback if uh, they're going to get Henneke or even uh, Kyle Allen back. I think there's an absolute five-truck bet in this one. That's the under. I marked this game 41, not 47. So uh, six-point swing there. Washington, a huge unders team, 14 and 3 under against winning teams. Uh, Dallas, 5 and 1 under when they were favourite, and late-season divisional unders get 61%. So a uh, big underplay here. Okay. Yeah, heard it first. Get on the unders there in that game. Corey, how do you see this one? Yeah, I like that line of Dallas at minus 10.5. I just think that, uh, yeah, they're starting to get their players back. Washington, you know, they're going to have a really short week. Um, just adds up, you know, I mean, especially at home at AT&T Stadium, the, yeah, the Cowboys. Okay. Pretty confident there for the Cowboys. Top rope tipping up the under as the play in this game. Okay, our final game, the 10th. TV game of the week. We have got uh, 
Miami will go into play the Saints in New Orleans. This game will be seen on Tuesday lunchtime at 12.15 on ESPN. Uh, we've got the Saints, the home favourite here at minus three flat and a very low total of 39 flat at the moment. Uh, top rope, we've got both teams on seven and seven. Uh, Miami, listen, they've won six in a row, so can't fault form. They've played a lot of uh, below average teams for mine and I think to make the playoffs for them, it's still unlikely to win out. I think they've got a tough schedule with the three games to come and I think they'll miss. The Saints have got an easier draw and I think it's more of a uh, must win for them and they're more likely to get the wild card. How do you see this match? Yeah, uh, hard one. I uh, probably lean towards Miami here. I, I think it's a big letdown spot for, for New Orleans here. Um, Miami 21 against the Spurs of Dog, but I do think there is uh, um, a bet on the over here, 38 and a half. I, I expect a low total, but not this low. So, um, yeah, Miami are typically a bet on the side of late, so I'll be taking just small the over 38 and a half as the best bet. Corey, how do you see this one? Yeah, it's a, again, there's another team that's really snuck up like like the Bengals a little bit, that Miami, I mean, it just won all those games in a row, just snuck along and uh, I don't know, I definitely, I, I like the under in that game with the points total, especially in uh, in New Orleans. Uh, yeah, so I, I still think the Saints will win the game, yep. but I, I like the, the total points under. Okay. Bit of a split decision there on the last game of the week. We'll have to stay tuned for any updates. <laughs> okay, if you uh, listen, we've only got three weeks left for uh, Top Rope's uh, tips. He's had two very solid weeks uh, the last two weeks, so he's getting his eye in for the playoffs here. So if you want to get his last three weeks of action for $22 a week, check out uh, Little Birdie Pod. Get to the To The House um, tab there, and you can pick up the uh, $22 a week or $66 for the rest of the season. Okay, as we just bring, uh, we'll move on to the quickly the Super Bowl update. Obviously, prices are down currently at the moment. We did get a grab before the two matches had started. So, top rope, it's time to bring you in for this one because uh, you know I know you're very keen to talk about it. I, I'm going to guess it's four to six weeks in a row. I've given you one opportunity to update a Super Bowl bet for punters, and you've said the Green Bay Packers definitively. They now sit a pretty clear favourite. We've had. Um, Probably what six or eight teams this year, I think, have, have the been favourite at one stage. For a long time, um, and I know Tampa Bay have probably been favourite for the last three or four weeks. They've been replaced after their shocking encounter, and obviously a few key injuries to their wide receivers. One that uh, they've lost for the season now. Packers, as we see the betting, uh, four sixty favourite there, top rope. The Chiefs at five fifty. Tampa Bay are out to seven twenty-five. Then we've got double digits. The rest, the Rams and the Patriots, eleven dollars. The Bills out to twelve. They're probably looking a bit unders for mine. Dallas at thirteen. The Cardinals at fifteen. Top rope um, outside the Packers because uh, obviously we we know where your position is there. If you were going to have a oh, hundred dollars, uh, would you be tipping anything other than the Packers this week, or are you still investing? Uh, no, no, they're at the, they're at the right price. Yep. So they've been found. So uh, I, I think the Colts at twenty one dollars are. Uh, uh, I think it's eighty there. I think they've got a game that can uh, match in the AFC. Like obviously, Kansas City is attempting to beat there, but looking at that as a day proposition, uh, Indianapolis twenty one dollars. Yep. What about your forty nine? As I see there, uh, the forty one tip a couple of weeks ago into twenty six. Would you still be entertaining that as a bit of a value tip, or not at that price? Very much so. No, very much so. Very much yep. so. The two hours. I don't think San Francisco are going to be able to win the division, but I think they can uh, uh, scare the absolute bottle out of uh, some of the lower-seeded uh, uh, 
uh, division winners on the platform. Okay, Corey. He's, he's tipping into your Colts. He's getting on the train. No, get off him. Stay away. Stay away. <laughs> no, there's no, nothing top, to see. Move on. Top, no, the, the one that still jumps out for me there that are capable if they can put everything together over, well, they're going to have to do it for a four, four or five weeks or six-week span if they're going to win enough games, is yep. still the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. Like if they, can, if, if they can get all their players together, have a little bit of luck, I still, I mean, would be worth having a little bet on, Marco. Okay. All right, bit of cowboys there for Corey. Well, each week our panel of four, well, they have been granted $100 to invest, which is sponsored by topsport.com.au. Topsport is Australia's biggest betting bookie. Bet where the pros get set, and all the profits have been donated to my platform called Walk With Me Online, which we're doing some fantastic things in the physical and mental fitness space. Now, Marco... How are, we, uh, how are we tracking? And the question is, can I be caught? Uh, Two-part question. Uh, you Well, Top Rope's hanging in there. He's looking for the tie <laughs> at this stage. He's got three weeks left, but uh, one more victory Finish. from you and you can uh, take the title. As we see from the week 15 results, again, I think it's been pretty consistent. We've gone two out of four most weeks for the last month or so. Uh, Corey's got it again. He's up to 11 and four and Top Rope has moved into outright second at eight and seven. Paige and I bring up the rear. Uh, the total we have raised so far, you can see on your screen, we're up to $2,755. So I still think we're three and a half thousand is a uh, reasonable budget that we're trying to get to. Uh, okay, what have we got for round 16? Well, my tip, I am going to go for Carolina. I think the Bucks with a few injuries. I'm going to go Carolina 10 and a half at the line. Now, Top Rope, what are you thinking? Can you catch me? Uh, yeah. Oh, well, I'll just run my own race, Corey. I'll be going three for three over the next week. If you, if you stumble, that's so bad. But if not, good luck to the charity. Um, under 47 for me in the Dallas-Washington game. All right, under 47. And Marco, what have you got for us? Uh, I'm actually going to tip your Colts. Ooh. I'm not jumping on late. I just, uh, you know. As, on the bandwagon? No, no, no. Just on the pricing, I come up with them favourite. Good to hear Top Rope also did. So I'm going to go the Colts plus two at the line there. And Paige sent in her tip. She is jumping on board the Packers and she's going the Packers minus seven at the line. Well, that's all for our tips this week. Hopefully we can win a hell of a lot more money for Walk With Me online. Now, on to our Super Bowl party competition. Only three weeks left to win. Two tickets to our first ever Super Bowl party at the Emerson on Monday, February 14. Now, I know, Mark, it's a very special day on your calendar being Valentine's Day, but I'm sure the <laughs> Dale will let you have the day off and you can come swanning in the door about 3 o'clock in the afternoon, nice and fresh. But last week's winner was Aaron Maynard. He correctly tipped the Chiefs by seven points. It, uh, it was the closest margin, but... Um, Matt Shannon tipped the result of six points, but he won in week 13, but he'd already, we, we couldn't give it to him again. So we had to go. Only, with, only one winner. Only yeah. one winner per week. Win. So yes. great that won it again, but we can only give one win per week. We like to share the love, Corey. We, we want like to get to many people love. involved. So yes, well under Matt Shannon though. Well, this week's match, Friday at 12.20 on Christmas Eve. I know everyone would have been out doing their Christmas shopping, but then you can come home. 12.20 on Friday, you've got the San Francisco 49ers versus the Tennessee Titans. Now, Marco, how to enter, how to join us at the Emerson on Monday, February the 14th. Each week, you've got the first game, enter which team wins and by what margin. For example, week 16, San Francisco by six points on, all, on our socials, on Twitter, 
or on Instagram at LittleBirdieTV and at Third and Long TV. Now, to qualify, you must tag at least two friends and remember only one entry per week. Marco, it's been another big show once again. I tell you, we're pretty spoiled with the amount of NFL that's happening at the moment. It's great if you love the game, and unfortunately, it's just going to come to a screaming halt once we get to February, and we're going to be waiting till September once again, aren't we? It's a good Christmas, NFL on most days. It has been Christmas, and that's a wrap for another show. Thanks to the third and long TV, and it would be very remiss of me not to mention it, but have a great Christmas, everyone. As we said, enjoy all the NFL games. Stay self, look after yourself. You can follow us on YouTube, find us in the Apple Store, on Spotify and at SoundCloud, or wherever you listen to your podcast. And remember to follow us at Little Birdie TV and Third and Long TV on Twitter and Instagram. Remember, for all your NFL action can be found at topsport.com.au. And remember, invest wisely, punters, and most importantly, enjoy your Week 16, Marco. Merry Christmas, NFL punters. Merry Christmas, everyone. Have a great one.